Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now. From the dirt tracks across Australia, welcome to Inside Speedway with Dennis Newman and Craig Revell. Well, welcome to another edition of Inside Speedway. This week, we're going to speak to Liam Orger about Liam Orger about what's going on in the world of outlaw karting and speedway. So, a very interesting chat with him coming up on the show. But first, Sydney Metro have released some details now on the new Sydney International Speedway with a virtual information room, which you can go on and have a look at some of the great designs that are available for comment. Now, there is a environmental impact statement underway for the project looking for community feedback. So it's recommended that everyone interested in the new Sydney International Speedway proposal should be getting a submission ready to be sent directly to the Department of Planning, Industry and Environment in the New South Wales Government. You have until Wednesday the 16th of September to be able to put in a submission. And what has been very interesting is when you take a look at that virtual tour, there is some fantastic information available in and out. They've got all the documentation on uh, the initial environmental impact statement. They also have a newsletter which you can see the information that's been passed around there. A number of videos, a number of uh, uh, places where you can have a look at what the track is going to look like. Um, information there on how the track's going to be laid out in the precinct, the parking and pit facilities, and you can even take a full tour of that track location. So uh, another interesting part of it is uh, how they're working with the stakeholders outside of the Parklands precinct and also with Sydney Dragway because it is going to be joining right up on them. And I have seen some comments in the drag racing world about uh, they seem to be a little bit upset about the speedway going in that close. But as we know, uh, we have seen successful complex like Kiwana that has a speedway and drag racing all right next door to each other. So uh, take the opportunity to go and have a look. Now, it's at sydneymetro.info forward slash station forward slash Sydney International Speedway is the link. You can Google search it as well. And as we're doing this show, there's only 26 days left to make your submission. So if you're, uh, well, looking to help with that environmental statement on the impact that Speedway can have on Sydney's economy, or if you need certain features or you think certain features should be included in what we're going to see in the Sydney Speedway, then this is your opportunity to have your say. There's also a fantastic 360 of um, the entire track precinct and how it's being planned. So uh, it'll be very interesting to look back at this virtual tour and also what is eventually built because uh, they will be uh, certainly compared between the two. But 
that's, well, that's one of the things to have a look at here. The Sydney International Speedway, the environmental impact statement is open for comment and you are running out of time to put in a formal comment if you wish to do so. I should mention one other thing before we get to Liam Onger, our feature interview, and we speak about Speedway karting and particularly about the Outlaw Karts, which were part of Speedway Australia's winning uh, awards for the innovation in the new category of Outlaw Speedway Karts, and we'll find out a lot more about them up after the break. But the Sydney Speedway, the current Sydney Speedway, has had to delay the start of the year due to the ongoing COVID-19 crisis. So their meetings in October now are being postponed. And that probably comes because of some of the decisions last week that were made in New South Wales that was stopping all national, state level and regional level competition because they're trying to stop the transfer of the COVID-19 around the state. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Anyway, Liam Launger up after the break. Inside Speedway is available on sportsradio.com.au, iTunes, Spotify, and the dirttrackchannel.com. Well, Jura, I moved there when I was about uh, 10, I'd say, um, and spent yeah, about nine years there. So that's basically all I know. Um, there uh, and then I obviously got links to both speedways in Mildura because they've got a solo speedway there um, at Olympic Park that's where they actually race the speedway carts and they race speedway quads there as well and everything like that and then you know, about 15 kilometres out of town they've got the car speedway as well at Timmer Speedway so both I've been you know, pretty heavily involved with while I was still living there uh, so yeah I was pretty attached to Mildura um, and then yeah, we raced at uh, Avalon quite a lot with the go-karts as well. So they've got a infield race track there as well as the outfield track. Um, so, you know, I've had pretty close links with uh, Roger Jeff Drew at Avalon Raceway for quite a while. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up moving to Kilmore, basically, which is still, you know, pretty well country Victoria um, early last year. And pretty quickly after that, I got speaking with Rod and Jeff Drew about Avalon Raceway and um, the direction that they wanted to take this season just gone, basically 2019-20, and yeah, ended up being able to be a part of that there, which was just you know fantastic. It just blew me out of the water um, with opportunity that those guys both gave me. So what is your formal black background in promotions and marketing? Um, so I basically grew up under my dad, you know, being that all he did, you know, travelled country um commentating and promoting and running world series and stuff like that for a number of years um so i basically you know i was never taught by him or anything like that or it was never something he wanted to push onto me and be like this is what i think you should do he was never um at all like that you know saying this is what you should do this is what i've done we should do it together anything like that um it was just something i probably only picked up maybe five years ago just randomly commentating and stuff like that at say card events and stuff like that um and then the solo track solo bike speedway gave me a chance to commentate there for a season um and ended up working through their facebook pages stuff like that and i just you know i really liked seeing the sport grow in that sense like that was a pretty um small social media presence at that point they were pretty old school and ran by you know the radio and newspapers and stuff like that and then yeah, we started to give them a bit of a social media presence 
Um, and then I was able to get in working pretty closely with the Sunraysia Dirt Carters there as well. Um, and I'd say that's really what started it, was probably Sunraysia Dirt Carters, just the, the room to run that they gave me there. Um, yeah, as far as the Facebook pages, uh, Instagram, and then getting all the stories published in the paper and stuff, I never um, really had any intentions of doing it. It just sort of seemed to happen that way. It was just something I, I really found myself enjoying doing, was writing, doing press releases and stories on drive, the side of racing itself, but it's the racers um, that I really found fascinating. So that's what started it a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I basically just grew to promote my own sport. And I really enjoyed helping our Speedway carts. Um, and then that led on to Avalon Raceway. Um, and, you know, Rod and Jeff had heard me commentate and stuff throughout the country and was doing a bit of modified sedan work at the time and everything like that as well. And, yeah, those guys came to me at uh, actually a car presentation dinner um, and had a chat to me about what they needed done, what they what they would like um, and where I wanted to work or where I saw myself fitting in at Avalon Raceway. And that really boosted everything for me. It was never a, a plan I had set in motion, but it was just a bunch of things that led to another um, and I found a real passion for it and Avalon just you know, let me run with everything I wanted to do. I was lucky enough to work with a good mate of mine who I met through cards as well and we raced together, Jake Morell, who's doing awesome things himself with his Morell Media business now as well and, and doing all the promotion side of stuff that I've been doing as well. So it's been really good to work with him. Um, but really it was just, you know, it was never anything planned. It just sort of happened. I found a passion for it um, and one thing led to another and just kept getting bigger and bigger and find myself yeah, a pretty wanted man in all aspects of what I'm doing at the moment. And importantly, getting Avalon's name out there as you're in a, in a funny situation, of course, uh, having to end the season early and then not knowing when the season can resume in the 2020-21 year. Yeah, so it really, you know, hit us all out of the blue like it did. No one expected it. Um, or anything like that. You know, we were still talking pretty positively at the at the Classic and the King's Challenge and things like that um, that I was also lucky enough to be a part of. So it really just stemmed from there. We were all sort of, you know, the rumour was out that, you know, coronavirus and COVID-19 was becoming a thing. Um, but, you know, the Classic got away pretty well unscathed and then we came back and were supposed to have, you know, a usual over New Year's Christmas break, World Series and stuff like that and President's Cup and everything at Avalon. So we got through all of that okay and then we were supposed to have a World Series round, would have been February, March, just about. And a lot of the calendar started to clash there as well and it was, you know, going to be one of the busiest months, two months of you know, my life ever, really, you know, we were wanted somewhere every weekend and every night in between we were, you know, having to do press releases and get stories and content and everything. So it was all, you know, geared up to be quite massive. And then, um, yeah, it was just totally out of nowhere. It was like, right, you know, don't worry about a rain out. We're, um, we're not going to be able to get people together. So, you know, that was a pretty big blow and you could never have expected back then that it would be, you know, the position that we're in now where, you know, you can't even leave your house. So, um, yeah, it wasn't something that we'd expected at all. It was pretty tough because we were having quite a you know, good season. Well, Liam, it's been great to catch up with you here on Inside Speedway. All the very best for the Speedway Karting Association of Australia and the upcoming season. And, and hopefully we can see some racing very, very soon. Plenty of exciting times ahead indeed. Thanks very much for having me, Craig. After the break, we'll wrap it all up here on Inside Speedway. 
Well, it's not a long while till the Speedway Grand Prix season starts. Next weekend, in fact, we'll see the well first race over there in Poland. Now, I did notice that the numbers of COVID-19 in Poland have been growing, but... Well, we'll just have to wait and see how it all pans out. But uh, Warclaw on the 28th and 29th will see a great start to the uh, 2020 season. Now, there has been one change in the lineup for the uh, start of the Speedway Grand Prix season, and that is Mikkel Mickelson has joined the lineup after Martin Smoslik. Uh, so Sominsk, Sominsky was forced to withdraw due to injury. So unfortunately, the Germans suffered a broken and dislocated right hip as uh, well as a few other um, injuries in a training crash at Leipzig on May 22nd. So good news for the day. Mikkel Mikkelsen, he'll be called up to the opening rounds of the Speedway Grand Prix. And uh, next week, as I mentioned, all kicks off in Rocklaw. So we look forward to that. That's all we have time today on Inside Speedway. I hope you've enjoyed uh, Liam Onger. It was great to hear from him and also to find out more about Speedway karting, a great entry point for all ages into Speedway. Until next time around, keep smiling and bye for now. Tune in next week for more on Inside Speedway. Inside Speedway is produced by Thunder Media. Any reproduction, accounts, or descriptions of the program without written permission from Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now.